The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to, you, to you. The birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. As we begin the fourth week of Advent, our entry point into the Nativity story is not Mary or Elizabeth or John the Baptist, but rather it is Joseph, a mere carpenter whose life is about to be turned upside down. Our first reading from Isaiah speaks of King Ahaz, the king of Judah, whose life is also going to be turned upside down. What I'd like to do today is just explore the, the two different reactions of these two men to God's call. Matthew describes Joseph as a righteous man who has just found out that his fiancee Mary is with child, and this is not his child. I can only imagine what he must have been thinking. I think that we often discount just how painful that was for Joseph. In his eyes, he had been betrayed by Mary. The woman that he loved suddenly was not the person that he thought she was. But then he had a dream, and things began to change. He was asked to trust and embrace this new reality, to upend his familiar life as a quiet carpenter, and to take on the challenges of this new life with an unknown future. And he does just that. He and his family are now basing everything on trust. They will, put in, they will be put in danger by the murderous King Herod. Joseph will have to make life-changing decisions in order to protect Mary and the baby Jesus. I would guess that this is certainly not how Joseph had imagined his life was going to turn out. Joseph's faith and trust in the Lord, they are the polar opposites of King Ahaz in our first reading. We could say that King Ahaz is the patron saint of skeptics. He refused to rely on God to help him with the crisis that he and his people faced. 
The northern kingdom of Israel, which had broken away from Judah, was now planning on invading them with the help of Syria. And even though the prophet Isaiah urges Ahaz to ask God for a sign, he refuses. Ahab, or Ahaz, would rather rely on his army and an alliance with one of the, I guess you'd call them the superpowers at the time, which was Assyria. Or maybe Ahaz just wanted to go his own way and do things the way he wanted to, and not be subject to God's will. That may sound familiar. Do we, do we put our faith in human solutions when we really need to turn to God? And so the result of all this is that Ahaz compromises his faith in God. And this leads to the destruction of not only his household, but also his kingdom as well. In contrast, Joseph answered God's call, even though it required him to basically reorder everything he thought he knew about his life, about Mary, about God and his will for him, and about his belief and reliance on God's providence. It required him to be not afraid and to step out into the deep of faith and trust. It required him to embrace a mess that he had not created. Mary as his wife to protect her and also the baby, Jesus, that he didn't father and accept an heir who was not his son. Joseph's life was not so simple and ordinary after all, but as we know with God, we can always find the extraordinary and in many cases, the impossible made possible. If this all seems very mysterious to us, it must have been downright baffling for St. Joseph. He could only accept in faith what this messenger of God was telling him with great humility and patience. I think there are three things that we could learn from our readings today. And the first one is fear doesn't have to affect our faith. It is no coincidence that uh, the first words in the story of both Mary and Joseph when the angels talk to them are, do not be afraid. Mary and Joseph were afraid with good reason. Their lives were turned totally upside down. Nothing as was as it seemed, and their ex expectations were being drastically reordered. And I think many of us can relate to that in our lives and how frightening it is when that happens. The key for Mary and Joseph was to be faithful in spite of their fear and their apprehension. This is um, not easy to do, as I'm sure you know. But God does great things through us when we can take that leap of faith. The second thing we can learn today is follow God's plan, not our own plan. The temptation when faced with the unknown is to go with the familiar, some course of action that is tangible, something that we think will yield the desired results. And that's exactly what Ahaz did. 
He went with the familiar course of action to rely on his military strength and his alliance with Assyria. Joseph, in contrast, he took the road of basic, simple faith and trust that the Lord was going to work things out for him and his family, even in the face of so many unknown outcomes. And the third thing I think we can learn today is trust God even when it doesn't make sense. And that's a tough one. When we recall King Ahaz from our first reading, we see that he wasn't even willing to ask God for a sign of his power and his protection for, for his kingdom. He wouldn't even entertain it. And that lack of trust proved disastrous for himself and for Judah. Joseph, on the other hand, was humble enough to know that his situation was way beyond him. He knew that he needed God's help and protection to keep his family safe in spite of all those questions that he must have had. And I wonder, can we trust God even when it doesn't make sense? If we can learn to trust as Joseph did, God will use us in incredible ways, but we have to be willing to trust, to abandon those safe plans that we've made for ourselves and possibly embrace some sometimes risky plans that God instead has for us. Sometimes we have to trust him even when it doesn't make sense. I think that we can say that Joseph <clears throat> gave his best yes to God's plan for humanity. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what will our best yes look like this Christmas season? How will we step out in faith and in trust and to let ourselves in humility be led by God's Spirit. So let us make this Advent and Christmas season the start of a new way of life. And let us not be overwhelmed by those words, but rather accept God's invitation, one little yes at a time. May we learn to take that leap of faith that will bring us to a place of peace and joy that we, we just cannot imagine. And may our yes to God bring blessing and healing to those around us who need some faith and trust in their lives as well. Do not be afraid. Those famous words, I guess you could say. We all need to hear those words from time to time. Do not be afraid when your world is turned upside down, when your health is failing, when you are burdened by grief at the death of a loved one. Do not be afraid when your cherished beliefs are challenged by God's unalterable truth. Do not be afraid when God asks you to love unconditionally, even though you've been hurt before. Do not be afraid when God asks you to reorder your priorities in order to better serve those people in need. And as I was saying before, do not be afraid of the impossible, for with God, all things are possible. Do not be afraid 
because that is precisely where we find our strength. It is in the messiness of our, our lives and the anxiety of the unknown. That is where Jesus is found. That is where he is born to us, Emmanuel, God with us.